podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Labrooks are kindly supporting this podcast by giving you up to £50 of free bets when you sign up and enter the promo code LAD50. Just click the link in the podcast description to get it now. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, Redcast followers. It's uh, Robert Meekin here, filling in for our normal host, Eddie Nesta, who I'm told is a complicated tax arrangement, meaning you can only technically be in the United Kingdom for a limited amount of time. We have signed Gavin De Gea. We have soundly defeated our oldest enemies at the weekend. And then, well, things, let's be honest, have got a whole lot worse. But joining me for the show tonight, on the upturn, is a Manchester United fan and esteemed thespianist, Mr. Ben Keenan. Good evening. Ooh. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Robert. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, thanks. Now, it's the first time we've encountered one another. I know we're on the other side of this fair island uh, uh, tonight, but... Uh, I should very quickly, we always do this with new guests and ask you, in terms of your own story with Manchester United, where did that begin? How did the allegiance start? Uh, well, Robert, uh, I'm from Northern Ireland. I'm from a town called Newry, and uh, basically in the neighbourhood I grew up in, there was two teams to support. One was United, one was Liverpool. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of my friends from Liverpool, I supported United based on the fact that uh, Robbie, uh, Robbie, Robbie Keane, Roy Keane and Dennis Irwin were in the team at the time and they were on the Ireland team. So that was the connection yeah. for me. It was, it was pretty straightforward and I've been supporting them ever since through all the ups, the many, 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 many ups and those few yeah. unfortunate downs. That's we're going to forget about because there won't be many more of them, right? Of course not, certainly not. We're on the up, yeah, of course we are. And then the, uh, in terms of the highlight, as a, as a fan, is there, is there one moment you, you, you still wake up in the morning smiling about? I'm talking in football terms here. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United. Uh, yes, I do. And it would be uh, the Derby. It would be yeah. Rooney. It would be, oh, the dying minutes. Or it wasn't the dying minutes, but it was certainly a pivotal part in the game. Overhead kick into the back of City's net. Oh, and we went on to win it. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. that's just the sweetest because this was around the time that City had just pumped a ton of money into their team and were kind of slightly unrecognisable but just running away with stuff and it was nice to just uh, say hi on there, slow down this is, this is yeah. how it's done lads yeah yeah now we got we should I think start with by getting the bad news hmm. out of the way and out in the open obviously we have lost to PSV on the opening Champions League match but more important than that, of course, this has been overshadowed completely by the awful injury suffered by young left-back Luke Shaw, who is now out for several, several months with a double leg break. I would say awful, obviously, on a personal level for the, for the player. But on a Manchester United point of view as well, so, such a shame when he was finally showing all that promise we'd heard about. And he'd had a wonderful start to the season. The, the breakthrough itself he made, I mean, the run he made mm. when he suffered the awful injury was fantastic. There was a guy who was looking like he should have a big season for us. Exactly. And it looked like he was going to score on that night. I mean, England are in yeah. turmoil as well. They were saying this is a kid who's going to get 100 caps. You know, there was such promise for him. Like, all the pundits have been coming out uh, saying, you know, Shaw was shining. This was going to be his year. He was going to make the difference for us. He was going to be our new Patrice Evra, you know, bombing down that flank, whipping in crosses, having a little go himself. So it's a huge loss. But also, obviously, you know, um, our hearts going out to Shaw, man. Hope he gets, uh, hope comes back as stronger and as fitter as he can. But it's a long road to recovery. And... It's going to take a lot of mental strength to kind of to get yeah. through that nine months. Watching those games, you know, week in, week out, I can imagine just how that would be excruciating. But um, 
he's a, he's a young lad and he'll have a good yeah. I'm sure he'll have a lot of good friends around him and he's got a lot of mates at United and you know the, the United back team are, are a solid kind of unit they'll be texting him all the time and go around and probably taking the piss yeah. out of him a bit as well you know to keep his spirits up and you know keep it keep him uh, keep his mood elevated but yeah what a shame what a shame yeah well he's, as you say he's 20 years old and hopefully yes this is a horrible setback to have but hopefully it's just that and we're going to see him back at his best I'm, I'm guessing yeah, at the beginning of next season we should um, move on on the Champions League front though because it was our it was our return to this tournament that we missed so badly last year and what do we do we end up losing uh. the first game the Manchester United hierarchy has made it clear they've even made it clear for the New York Stock Exchange that Manchester United are expected to reach the quarterfinals this year that, that's the money that Manchester United and at this stage it's very early doors of course I mean, do you think that's a realistic goal this time around? Uh, I I think that this was a blip. I think uh, it wasn't necessarily poor defending. Okay, Divi Blind couldn't help what happened. Like it's in, it's almost inexplicable though. Like he headed the wrong direction. It's like you know, stick your head forward, but he yeah. he just nicked it back in out of uh, De Gea's reach. And the second goal, you couldn't do anything about it. It was this blind pass. The cross was whipped in like second touch. He was there in the back. Okay, the back post should have been covered and protected a bit more. But again, we've got small players, so you know someone with height like the size of Fellaini at that back post might have given him a bit of trouble, maybe spooked him a yeah. little bit, and it might have been a different story. But I think there was nothing you could do about that. We were all over them, sixty-five yes. to seventy to seventy-five percent of possession, more passes, more pass accuracy. But the final third, once again, there's there's almost like a reluctancy to shoot outside the box. Um, Fellaini was he was like Bambi on ice at times. Um, you know, just his touch was letting him down. It was not for the first time. No, it was kind of comical at, at, time, at times. Yeah. Like it was like hitting and hoping almost. And it was, yeah, it was a bit cringe to watch towards the kind of final third of that game. So, but you would still expect <clears> us to come through, though. I mean, it, I would, group, I would it, think it's so. Yeah, I would. It's yeah. totally a winnable group. I would think so. I think we go back to, you know, we go down to Southampton. On Sunday, we put that yeah. behind us, do the business, get ourselves, you know, back motivated, back the, the morale boosted back up. I think we entertain Wolfsburg at Old Trafford next. Yes, that's right. Yes. That should that yeah. should be a pretty, uh, you know, a, a pretty much a not. I don't want to put any words on it, but it, that should be a pretty bog standard game that we should win yeah. at home. Okay, well, before we carry on, I should briefly say welcome to those of you listening to the Redcast now on our brand new free Android app. If you haven't got it yet, follow the link at unitedredcast.com and get all the podcasts, Manchester United news, and all manner of new video content. We'll now cling to more positives, Ben. I think it's yes. important on a, on a night like this. And uh, I know you say two names, Anthony Martial, Memphis Depay. Oh. Two stars in the making. Am I right? Absolutely, Robert. I'm really excited about these two kids, um, especially Depay. Um because he's he's got that Rooney quality about him. He's got that. He's got the thickness. You know what I mean. He's a little bull. He's just like he's not going to be muscled off the ball easily. He's got a low centre gravity, and he sh- he proved on Tuesday night that like the fancy footwork at speed in the box, surrounded by two defenders. That's brilliant. Yeah. And Martial, what a way to start your debut at Old Trafford in front of the old faithful down the Stratford end. Do you know what I mean? Coming out just. Dink oh, it like just backheeling it out of um, uh, Skirtle's way was it Skirtle? Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, there was a little bit of like the the pundits said as well. There was he got a little bit lucky with how the ball came to him, but he still had to control that turn it and then just passing it into the back of the net like it was Sunday football. That's and how it's, it's done. And it, 
It, yes, it is. And Van Hull has been obsessing before you know, he got these players. He was talking about pace, pace all the time. And that's and these two lads who have that in abundance. They are quick players. And it's given us a new edge potentially. Yes, they're raw. Yes, they're very young. But it does seem to give us an extra dimension that I would argue possibly we don't have when Ashley Young is ponderously going down the flanks, needing four or five touches before yeah. putting a cross in. I know it's odd with Ashley. It's almost God bless him, but, but you know he, what I mean. I mean, he had a really good season last year. I think he was. He did, I think, he did play better. Yeah, he did yeah. play a lot better, and he comes under a lot of flack. But yeah, you're right. Um, it'll be interesting to see now what happens when we go back to domestic. I think. Yes. It's so hard to tell. It just it just seems like there's a bit of a jinx around the <laughs> around the the forward area in the box. It's like on Tuesday, like there was touches that weren't right. And if that goes back to the Premiership, we need to get we need to start banging more goals in because City are putting away like two or three at a time, and that's you know that's like becoming their run of the mill standard game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'd say that on the, on the other side of the uh, other side of the pitch, of course, the, the other, another positive. See me still clinging to the positives. Uh, David De Gea, mm. new four-year contract. The last time this podcast was on, we were all head in hand, thinking, "Will he ever want to play for us again?" And blah blah blah. He signed a new four-year contract. He says it's the place where he wants to be, where he wants to continue his career. Cynics might say it's just a way of us ensuring we get a whopping transfer fee when he inevitably goes to Real Madrid. But yeah. does it really matter? We've got him between no. the sticks. Hopefully, a good state of mind. No, it's uh, it's it's great to have him back I mean I feel sorry for Sergio Romero because he he stepped up and he looks like he could be a really good keeper as well and he he said it quite, uh, quite candidly you know when you're a goalkeeper you're you're either on the bench or you're in the you're in the goal you're not getting subbed on at half time or after 20 minutes if you do a defensive error you know you're there so he's got to fight for the spot he'll probably play the capital one games and stuff like that I would imagine, yeah. you know, the lesser games or not lesser, sorry to be disrespectful to the cup. Um, but um, yeah, it's great to have him back. And he's, he's, he's grown so much at United. And I think he, yeah. he remembers that. He remembers Ferguson taking a chance on him when he was 18 or 19, making him the highest, one of the highest paid keepers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's unfortunate that his wife or his girlfriend called Manchester the back of a fridge. Was it his wife or was it? Was that uh, was that Sergio Ramos? I think it was De Gea's. She said. I, I, think, I think I think another a number of Spanish footballers' wives have been reasonably insulting about Manchester United. Yeah, well, about Manchester in general, I think yeah. I think because yeah. they they if they want to go, they want they want the glitz and glamour of London. They don't want you know they're yeah. you know. But I guess they're missing out. Get the northern yeah. quarter. It's where it's happening. Yeah, exactly. Look, I live speaking of someone who who, who lives uh, near the salt of Riviera. I can assure you, it's wonderful. Ooh. And it's, 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 it's salt of the earth people fridges, too. Fridges, fridges floating down the, uh, the, the, the the canal, but the other side, mm-hmm. it is it, it, it's practically Mediterranean living. <laughs> yeah. um, I, 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 another on the positive front, I I think should be highlighted is the fact that Bastian Schweinsteiger is really starting to settle into that team. For me, he's looking, he's becoming the muscular, intelligent, mm. dynamic player in the middle of the park that we really missed in recent years. Probably Absolutely. since your good friend Roy Keane. Absolutely, you know, yeah, that, the little engine, the little tugboat right in the middle, just directing yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, he's he, he's just comfortable and solid on the ball. Like he, he's, you know, obviously pace-wise isn't as brilliant as he would have been five or six years ago but as again playing the character role calm cool collected get the ball look up have a look right dink that's going that's the pass i'm looking for and pretty much it's been yeah you're right he's been executing them um pretty seamlessly yeah that's good and also but schneiderlin schneiderlin as well like 
So it's just, yeah. we, we've got a, we've got an array now, Herrera. We've got we've got options that weren't there before. Mm. If you think to last year, you're like, wow, we've, we we can actually tinker with the midfield from uh, mid midfield formation now and and set up. I mean, obviously, the situation with Michael Carrick is, is an interesting one. Here's a man in his mid thirties. We know what happens to top footballers in their mid thirties; they end up mm-hmm. being rested more and more. And yeah, and, and use the, the almost the. I mean, Michael Carrick, I think, should be used more like a luxury dessert now. Just yeah. as he comes on, he's still, he's still magnificent. Yeah. But he's, he can only you can only use him so much before it's, it's like, like the goo like of the football. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like those yeah, are you happy? So, you, but you say we've got we've got the choices there now. Would your mm. in terms of your deep line midfield? Is it is it for you, Bastian Schweinsteiger and Schneidling, or would you start with a Carrick? I'd I'd probably go with uh, with the youth and the and and the um, uh, the knowledge. So I'd go with Sch- uh, Schweinsteiger and Schneiderlin. I think yeah, yeah. I think Schneiderlin can learn a lot of Schweinsteiger, and Schweinsteiger can use uh, Schneiderlin's pace and creativity. The legs, yeah, yeah, the legs definitely. Like and we are playing what it's essentially, isn't it? He likes to play Van Hal, essentially a midfield three of sorts. Yeah. And it's who it's I think now the, the, the interesting situation is, is Martial is going to be trusted and given his head. I think that it's certainly been suggested by Ruud van Nistelrooy, I think, in an interview this week that you if he does lead the line, then Rooney plays in the the, the ever elusive hole just yeah. behind him so in fact he takes that role at almost essentially the tip of the midfield doesn't he and plays yes, behind him if yes. that's the way they're going to go I know Rooney completely divides opinion not least on this on this show where but if, 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 I mean, it's very likely that when he's good again he's going to be back in that team Martial is being trusted that you'd imagine is the role that Rooney will have yeah it's odd it's an odd one with Rooney isn't it it's like he's been given like the golden key like he can do no wrong um, yeah, and there, yeah. there, but there's there's obviously something that a manager sees that we as armchair pundits and you know social media sycophants don't don't see. You know, we we judge him based on a few performances, but it's his attitude and his training and stuff that obviously the manager's like, right, you're always guaranteed a place. You're my captain, but it's yeah, but it's yeah. it's kind of shifting him around. Uh, it's been a bit disruptive for him for the last couple of seasons. Which Do you been, think that's true? I mean, because let's be honest, there's been many a time when Manchester, a number of Manchester United fans have been calling for us to sell Rooney, not least of the, the fallouts he had well documented. Wow, yeah, the Alex public Ferguson. fallout with Alex Ferguson yeah. the po- and then the, the already cringy public re-marrying uh, of the two of them on, on national television yeah. where they're like hugging each other. Yeah, that was really creepy. That, I think. Yeah, 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 that's right. It was like, going to leave, going to leave Manchester United. The next thing Ferguson, oh, fucking nice greedy. So I mean, where do you, do you stand? Do you stand on the more cynical side with Rooney? Because I say it's very much a divisive issue I'm, among Manchester United fans. I'm kind of, I'm kind of indifferent to that opinion. I just want him to score goals. Like, yes. we all know what he did off the field. We all know about his hair plugs, butt plugs. It's not really something we have to discuss. Just get on the ball, and start putting them away. And penalties don't count. I love United, but I mean, I, and you know, fair play to them for getting the England record. But you know, let's have some goals from open play. Let's have some of those shots outside the box you used to take. Where, why is the fear all, all of a sudden kicking in? Why is that that twenty-five yard box seem like a fortress that you can't shoot outside of? 
I do go along with the uh, the view. Certainly, he he would certainly say that yeah, he, he's a player who's going to be at Manchester United for another three or four years as captain. Or do you think actually we're seeing we're coming drawing to the end of the Rooney-led Manchester United era? Uh, I think is uh, yeah. Do you know it's really weird because he's not scoring for us, but he yeah. and and he's his form dips. But he, like I said, he seems to be untouchable. He's like. I don't want to reference another player for another team because there are, another team, I don't think a player would get that luxury. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he certainly has it both, as you say, both from the England manager and the Manchester United manager presently. I should go on and say another player who sometimes has divided opinion, who was seen as a classic utility player, this season moved to central defence. A lot of people were dubious about that. Daily Blind, named man of the match, certainly, on Sky in the UK. Uh, on the uh, the weekend when they played Liverpool yes. and of course it's got a fantastically classically training ground worked goal yeah. against Liverpool as well it was delightful Blint I mean a, I, think, I think it's would it be fair to say not many people imagine Blint as a centre back for us at least no, but um, again, just he's a clever guy and he's industrious and he's yeah. he's slotted in there quite well and I think he's relishing it I think he's um, He's very much happy to to be in the Premier League, and he's like, Do you know what? I'm here. They've taken a chance on me. I'll play wherever they want. Um, it's taken yeah. him, it's taken him a little bit to kind of to to gel into it, but I think he's he, he seems a lot more comfortable there. I would like to see him more in an advanced midfield role, though. Um, mm-hmm. like when he was when he first started, because he was getting more chances to take shots and stuff. But yeah, no, he's just he's just that that kind of Dutch resi- resistance, isn't it? It's like, I'll yeah, it's fine. I'll muck in. I'll do what you want. Yeah, it seems that I, the sort of people's views of him have changed. Originally, thought he was this all-round utility player who could mm. go charging down the left flank, who was all energy through the middle of the park. Suddenly, now people say, actually, no, he's actually got no pace, which I'm not quite. I know he's not the quickest, but I, as you say, I think there are a number of roles he can play, and he can certainly play uh, more advanced. Wouldn't it also be there to some detriment to our other our other specialist centre backs that Daly has just come in and taken that job? I mentioned, of course, one Philip Jones who clearly is not trusted, no. even though he's recently signed a contract, a new contract. I know, that's right. Yeah, it's odd. Phil Jones and Chris Smolin were starting to, to be a really good mm. central pair. And, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it must be frustrating for him sitting on the sidelines, especially, like you said, and he was getting lots of good uh, plaudits. But speaking of Chris Smolin, actually, he's been the best defender in the Premiership so far. I'd agree. I'd agree. Excellent. With, with yeah. like, and that's like going by stats of blocks, touches, tackles, clearances like he's he's top he's up there which is great just just working away keeping his head down good old Chris absolutely absolutely and by the end of the season Van Hull might even remember his name rather than calling him Mike Smalling at the conferences (laughs) I should say quickly uh, our dream team uh, our dream team is still well underway now but there is still time to join the Manchester United Redcast Dream Team League go to www.dreamteamfc.com to register a team for free then join our league by entering pin number 839-4900 that's 839-4900 I'm told one lucky winner picked out at random will receive a signed United shirt other prizes are guaranteed throughout the rest of the season we've also signed up with Ladbrokes to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers Follow the links to this show, including on our Twitter and Facebook. There's a free bet of up to £50 when you sign up. Enter the promo code LAD50. That's promo code LAD50. Ben, this Saturday, away to Southampton, 
a team that has given us, to be fair to say, a, a reasonable amount of trouble in mm. recent years. Sh- yeah, they sure have. Um, be a tricky one. St Mary's is a hard place to go to. Southampton under yeah. Coman are playing well. They'll be fast. They'll be playing fluid football. We'll have to be on our. We'll have to be on tip-top shape defensively, and we're going to need to score goals. We're going to get a need an early goal, an early goal, a couple of early goals. Put it to bed. Focus on the rest of the season. Get our away form the way it was. Um, yeah, the season yeah. the season before when we had a fantastic away uh, record. But yeah, man, tough game, tough game, tough tough game. Think- There's a lot of a lot of pace in that team, a lot of creativity. So yeah. it'll be interesting. A good side. Super Sunday. Looking forward to it. I've got the day off. I'm going to go to the pub, have a glass of water. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> That lovely water. Uh, I haven't drank in two weeks, and it's it's. I feel good, um, but I'm. When, so when when does that when does that when does that come to an end? It comes to an end on the sixth of October, um, exactly of thirty October. days from when I started. So, yeah. Oh, you're you're. you're, you're I, I won't I won't pretend you're on the home straight yet. No, no, I've still got so, just almost halfway there. Saturday, I'll be halfway there. But it's it. You know what? It, it feels good. Um, but I'm looking forward to smashing yeah. a cold pint. Yes, quite. I should say with Southampton as well that I mean I've always I always see if I imagine it, but it's, I think it's always been a difficult place for United on and off over the years. I remember many moons ago on Matt Matizier causing us all kinds uh, of problems. I think it was the time it was the time when we actually ran out, if you remember, then had to change our way kit at half time. Yes. We did it was the grey colour we were wearing or something. Oh. It wasn't wasn't helping us. It didn't help at all. I think we had we some shocking jerseys. more goals in the second half. Yeah. yeah. We certainly have. Uh, I should quickly before uh-huh. before we end. I should also point out about uh, a certain League Cup fixture at the beginning of, of next week against oh, one Ipswich Town. That's now, correct. That's the capital yeah. one, isn't it? And that's on Tuesday it night. Is. Tuesday night. And Tuesday to be honest, night. We, after what happened to us last year with a certain MK Don <laughs> and a certain four 0 oh, 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 oh. I don't think we'll be taking this for granted. Would that be fair to say? No, no. I think gigs and schools are going to be playing on Tuesday night. That's what I'm hearing on the grapevine. <laughs> We're getting those boys out. Uh, Ferguson might make an appearance as well, just on the sideline yeah, yeah, yeah. with a hair dryer and a boot and a picture of Beckham. Go and see what I did to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we, let's be honest. We honest. If we say if Tom said to us this season, yeah, there's, there's going to be a, there's going to be a League Cup triumph we'd be very pleased it's nice we're, yeah. we're back. we need to be in the business of winning trophies again absolutely and this is a winnable trophy and it, yeah. yes it has been relegated down in significance along with the of course the fa cup the league cup even more so of course but yeah we're um see the way i still call it a league cup i'm reverting yeah. to my i should call it i should call it milk cup yeah uh, well at least it's not it's I, not i'm a corporate whore cup yeah, I don't even. Is it capital, capital one? Capitalistic yeah, yeah. cup. But the league, I can't help. For me, it's the league cup, and I'd like yeah, to the league. Again, the league cup just time. sounds. Uh, it just uh, it's got more romance to it. There's nothing worse yeah. than having it called like the American Express Cup, brought to you by Visa at halftime because you have no soul. <laughs> nah, oh, but corporate sponsorship is very important, and keep on supporting us here at ManchesterUnited.com. Absolutely, because we'd never do such a thing here. I can assure oh, you. Oh no, no. Shrevel who? What, what have you got coming up then? What, what's in the pipeline for you presently? Uh, at the minute, what am I doing? Um, I'm gigging about four nights next week. I'm at uh, TNT's in Kentish Town, MC, and on Tuesday night. I'm yeah. at Party Peace in Spitterfields on Wednesday night. Uh, and then I'm doing the Gong Show at the Comedy Store the following Monday. Oh, now they are, they are, they are. They are very formidable things I to do. I don't know why I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have made so, a grave error in my comedic career. 
Yeah, and anyone, anyone who happens to be in the area, do do, do go to help him beat his face at that comedy, uh, the comedy store gong show, because I, yeah, I hear it, it, it's bloody. It's yeah. Say, um, it? If if yeah. I may, um, if you want to find out any gigs I am doing, if you're in London, yeah. uh, go to com. So it's www.itsbenkeenan.com. It's got all my upcoming gigs, and you can slag me off on social media and stuff. It's great fun, sure. <laughs> ben, many, many thanks for coming along thanks tonight. Thanks very and, much, Robert. Uh, going through this. I hope we can persuade you to come back. I want Absolutely, to I'd love to come goes. back. I'd love to come back when we're, on, when we're on the back of a win, so we can have, uh, yeah. Absolutely. A more we, related we conversation. We did. Under the circumstances tonight, yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you all for, for listening, whether it be morning, afternoon, night, wherever you are. Thank you very much. It just leaves me to say, come on, you rich. Come on, you rich. Cheers. Thank you for that. Cheers, man. Robert. Cheers. Good luck. Good night, mate. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Labbrooks are kindly supporting this podcast by giving you up to £50 of free bets when you sign up and enter the promo code LAD50. Just click the link in the podcast description to get it now. Sports Social Podcast Network.